the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Sinai. Shalom. Hey, as I said last week, when revival hits you, the first thing you want to do is to share your faith. But are you prepared? Let's talk about that today. But let's pray first. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King, we adore you. We love you. We thank you. And we are lifting you up in our hearts And Father, we pray, O Lord, that everything that is said on this program would be of you, that you would be glorified. And and the people who are listening, if, if this is from you, Lord, that it would touch their hearts, it would go deep, and that we would see not only revival, but we would see many people sharing their faith continuously. And we would hear great testimonies of how you honored our, our, our motivations, our desires. So, Lord, we give it all to you. We bless you, praise you, and worship you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, uh, I continue to ask uh, if you would like to support this ministry. Uh, a monthly pledge or a one-time gift would be great. Uh, it would really help us out a lot. But I also want to mention this. You know, uh, a few months ago, we were raising money for the Messianic Jewish people in the Ukraine. And uh, we had raised uh, $40,000 and, and that we had given. Um, and now we are up to uh, another $8,000. So we want to get up to that fifty. And all we need is a little over $2,000. So um, I just thought if you feel that you'd like, I mean, things are still as difficult there as they were the days when it was in the news all the time. It's just not not in the news anymore. So uh, if you would like to give some money, please uh, call Karen at 813 813- Eight three one five six seven three, and tell her that you'd like this money used for the Ukraine, and 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 it's also being used. The money that we're sending over is also being used in Israel for the Ukrainians who have left Ukraine and gone to Israel, and they have nothing. They have nothing. So we've set up uh, through our friends uh, various ways to help these people who are in a new land unexpectedly with nothing. Um, You want to bless them? Feel free, please. 
Also, you can find my messages on Facebook Live and YouTube uh, Friday night and Saturday from our synagogue uh, where we uh, have Facebook Live. Also, Tuesday night prayer meetings from 6.30 to 7.30. It's a great time to join us in a prayer meeting. We'd love to have you. And uh, so we'd also love for you to visit and bring your pre- believing Jewish friends, you know, we are about, we're not that far away, one month away from the High Holy Days, the Moedim. So please um, join us, bring your Jewish friends. Let's get them to come to know Yeshua. We have uh, St. Pete and Tampa and Wesley Chapel, and our Spanish-speaking congregation is also in Wesley Chapel. So uh, just Check our website, shereshdavid.org, and we we would love, love for you to uh, be involved. Three things I'd like to offer you, uh, as I did last week. One was the prayer guide for fasting. We're in the middle of prayer and fasting for 40 days. Also, various helps to share your faith, uh, a little packet of sharing your faith. And finally, I Have a Friend Who's Jewish, the book. So uh, these are things that you can get for free or you can give a love offering. Either way, we're, we're good. And, you know, as I mentioned, once you are super excited about God, what are you going to want to do? You're going to want to tell people, you, can, you want to share your faith. Before we begin, let me ask you a question here. Do you believe sharing your faith is important? Now, I can't see if you've raised your hand, but I hope you said yes. You know, remember the, the school days when you were in high school and college and you had a big test and you studied and studied and sometimes you stayed up all night studying, right? And to get a good grade on your test. We, we've all done that. Let me ask you, is, is, is sharing the Lord more important than a good grade on a test? Have you done that kind of preparation for sharing the Lord? Well, let me, I, I'm, I'm giving you these pregnant pauses here for you to, to, to think about this. I'm not trying to rush this. I want you to think about it. Are you prepared to share your faith? Well, today we're going to find out. You know, how much have you studied well, there are, from my point of view, there are four things to think about. Number one is your approach, how you begin the conversation. Number two is your delivery, how, how you uh, speak and, and, and just how you, um, the various things you say to engage the person. Number three, your content, you know, scriptures and various other content type items. And number four, if they're interested, how do you close? How do you get them to receive Yeshua? Now, (laughs) I mean, if you are prepared, you can do all those four things, right? So how do you approach people? Generally, you know how I would suggest you approach people, and that is you ask general questions. You know, like, did you grow up with faith in God, or where do you currently worship? 
Do you attend regularly? Do you believe in God? Do you believe the Bible is God's word? What do you believe about heaven? How would you interpret Isaiah 53 in Genesis 126 when it refers to us? What is the Jewish interpretation of us? So, look, there are so many questions we can ask. Um, But the more questions you ask, the more you'll understand about who you are speaking to. You know, the key to sharing is to understand who you are talking to so that you can speak to their desires rather than what you want to tell them. Share what they need to know, not what you need to tell them. Think about that. Okay. And some questions or thoughts? Well, you know, be ready to answer these questions. So I don't know if you're going to write them down or if you're going to listen to this program again, but listen to some of the questions. Now, often these questions are what I call smoke screens. They're just something there to put out uh, that to stump you. But uh, sometimes these are honest questions. So are you ready? Because I have a bunch of them. Number one, everybody... Everybody interprets the Bible differently. So how do I know what to believe? Number two, why would a good God allow the Holocaust? Number three, you believe in three gods. I believe in one. Number four, why are there so many different kinds of churches? Five, do you believe I'm going to hell because I don't believe that Yeshua is the Messiah? Six, I don't need a crutch. People who believe in God, that's what it, God's a crutch to them. Seven, most Jewish people I know have better morals than the Christians I know. <laughs> Eight, We shouldn't proselytize. Let everyone just believe what they want. Nine. If Yeshua is the Messiah, how come we don't have peace on earth? Ten. A man can't be God. Eleven. I'm not a sinner. Hitler was a sinner. I don't kill. Twelve. My family would roll over in their grave if I accepted Yeshua as Messiah or even read the New Covenant. 13. The Bible wasn't written by God. It was written by man. 14. Jews don't use a mediator. We go right to the source, right to God. 15. I'm spiritual in my own way. I don't need organized religion. Now I will ask this again. Those were 15 questions. Are you ready to answer those questions? Are you ready to answer one of those questions? Most people have not studied the curriculum and are not ready to pass the class called sharing your faith. Now, if you believe sharing your faith is more important than the tests you took in high school and college, then are you convicted now to prepare yourself 
so that when you get into conversations, in fact, you'll have more confidence to get into conversations because you will be prepared, right? Don't feel bad. Just say, I will study to show myself approved. Like 2 Timothy 2.15, make every effort to present yourself before God as tried and true, as unashamed worker cutting a straight path with the word of truth. Probably the way you remember hearing it is be diligent to present yourself approved to God as a worker who does not need to be ashamed accurately handling the word of truth. Same scripture, two different translations, but either one, same idea. However, before you are ready to answer their questions, I would like you to learn something called the feel-felt-found method, or something similar to it. So, in having a discussion, the person you're talking to needs to feel that you care about what they think. If you are not showing that you care, they're not going to listen. So, you're going to say, I understand. They, they give you an objection, uh, like, I don't need a crutch like you people who believe. So you say, I understand how you feel. And you might want to expand on that. Because, or you could just go to the next one, which is felt, feel, felt, found. You know, I know many people who have felt just as you feel. And so if you stay with feel, felt, found, you would say, and they have found. All right? You understand. Feel, felt, found. Now, you have to, you can't do this like a, a robot. So you have to figure out, you know, how it's comfortable. But that's the basic concept. Let's try it. Remember before one of the questions uh was, I don't need a crutch like people who believe in God. Also remember that we want to show compassion and interest. So here's an example of my answer. I understand how you feel. Most people I know have felt just the same way as you. That's how we are trained. We're trained to be independent. However, many have found that just being independent has not worked for them. They don't have peace or joy when life is tough. And you are correct. I depend on God. God is my crutch. But knowing him allows me to have joy and peace in the storms of my life. So, let me ask you, most people have a crutch. Some people have drugs. Some people have alcohol. Some people have sex. Some people eat for a crutch. Other people uh, are, I mean, there are just so many ways that we 
use different crutches. I got to tell you, God's the best possible crutch you can have. (laughs) So you see what I'm saying? And then you can give an example of a storm in your life that God helped you through and then ask, has he had any storms in his life? Uh, Are they going through any tough times even right now? Now, I won't answer all the objections that I've posed, all 15, because we don't have time for that. But after you seek to have your answers and one or two of these questions seem too hard to answer, email me and I'll answer them for you. Because I do have an answer for all 15 questions and more. So let's try this one more time. An objection. Do you believe I'm going to hell because I don't believe in Yeshua? Answer. Boy, do I understand how you feel about this because people seem to be so quick to judge us because we have different opinions. Now, you can see that opening. I didn't use the word um, felt because we, as I said, we have to expand on this method. We're not robots, but um, let me continue. And honestly, you're not the first person who has asked me that very same question. And I can't judge you, and I believe that God is sovereign, so I don't always understand his ways. Let me answer your question this way. I believe in God. I believe in the Bible. And though it can be hard, I try and follow what the Bible says. There seems to be a thread going all through the Bible, starting with the people of Israel. When they were in Egypt, they were told that if they didn't put the blood on the doorpost, their firstborn would die, no exceptions. They were told later on Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, that the blood of a goat would atone for their sins. In the New Covenant, it says that Yeshua was the final atonement for sins, and Yeshua said in John 14, 6, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And in Daniel, in the, in the Hebrew Scriptures, Daniel 12, 2, it says, Multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake, some to everlasting life and others to shame and everlasting contempt. I realize this is a long answer to a short question, but the Bible as I understand it, says that when we die, we will either live with God for eternity or be in a place without God of everlasting contempt. The bottom line is not about how I feel or how about anybody feels, but rather what is written in the Bible cannot be ignored. Does that make sense? So, as I said... I have 15 questions that I've given you. I'll be teaching a class on sharing our faith in the next couple weeks. Next week, I'll tell you when that class is. It'll be a Saturday uh, from about 1.30 to 3.30. Uh, Not this next Saturday. Uh, Well, it might be this next Saturday, actually. 
Uh, I'm not sure. You, maybe you'll have to check our website. But I will teach that class, and I'll try and give you some advance notice. Look, anything that they say, good or bad, that detours the conversation away from our goal is not good. You need to control the conversation and yet go with the flow. So you have to be in control, but you also have to um, be in, be, you know, easygoing about it. And, and inject humor, you know, uh, so that we can be like normal people, right? <laughs> be careful when discussing current topics. Don't assume you know what people think about a particular issue, especially Jewish people. Here are some examples. Jews tend to be on the liberal side. They usually are not against abortion and side with people who are pro-choice. Jews, believe it or not, not all Jews support Israel. I know that's hard to believe, but it's true. Many Jewish people will support Black Lives, Black Lives Matter, which might surprise you, but that's true. And many Jewish people will support gender changes, gay marriages, transgender, all of that. So depending on how you come at people... You can turn them off immediately if you go to this kind of a subject. A key is not to argue or take offense. Rather, question and understand where others are coming from. Always and in all situations, let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Love never fails. Okay, so a couple thoughts about next week's program. Again, uh, we looked a little bit at the study approach uh, and a little bit at our delivery. And so next week, we're going to look at content and possibly how to close, but probably content will take most of our time. Uh, I'll give you an example uh, of content. Um, well, how do we know the Bible is true? How do we know that God really exists? These are requiring answers that I believe we should be ready for. Again, this is part of our preparation and part of what we'll talk about next week. So once again, when you call Karen this week, uh, ask for the sharing package, which includes the uh, I Have a Friend Who's Jewish book. You will, it, it's a great book, great book, and we'll give it to you free. Uh, if, if you can give us some help with finances, that would be a blessing, but we will give it to you free. We want you to be able to share your faith, especially as we're only one month away from the High Holy Days. So we really do need your help in sharing with your friends and family, especially those who are Jewish. And if you feel this program is valuable, certainly financial support would be a blessing. But I also want to remind you of the whole idea of, of um, just raising money 
for uh, this war that is going on. You know, it, it just we, we just need to have a heart for the people who are struggling, who have no food, no water. It, I mean, it's just so difficult. And listen, come to uh, visit Shoresh David. Bring friends, especially Jewish friends, who don't know the Lord. We call them pre-believers. So go to our website, Shoresh, S-H-O-R-E-S-H, david.org, or check out our Facebook page. We'd love to see you and meet you. I certainly would. Well, Lord, I thank you for our listeners. I pray that they would have a heart to be prepared to share their faith. I pray that their first priority would be to grow in your desire, in in their desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. We pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.